And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Hello and welcome in, everybody. This is James D. Jerome, your backup quarterback. I put down the clipboard and took off my baseball cap today and helping you, the consumers, get a little bit wiser. I've got some intelligent folks with me on this intelligent talk show. Michael Morbita from Coco Design Group is here with us. How you doing, Michael? Hello. Glad to be here again. We've got special guest Lindsay Rhymes in the house. Hey, how are you? Sorry about that, folks. Uh, Lindsay, tell me a little bit. I'm, I'm not great at energy healing. I don't know anything about it. So you're going to have to carry me through the show here. What is energy healing? So I have been trained in pranic healing, which is a type of energy healing. If any of you guys have ever gone to an acupuncturist before. Sure. You know, they turn the needle one way and it's energizing the chakra. And when they turn the needle the other way, it's cleansing the chakra. So what I do is I cleanse and I energize the chakras and I basically clean all of the dirty energy out of the body. Now you've got to tell me, how does one get started in this field? Where did you, how did you come by this? So for the past 12 years, I have ran a sales and marketing firm traveling all over the country um, in a really high responsibility position. And I was finding that for myself, I was getting tired. I was getting sick. Um, I was hospitalized at one point for 12 days in a row. And I wanted to take responsibility for my health. Sure. And I really have always been somebody that's not super interested in um, synthetic drugs. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always doing the natural stuff, the essential oils. And I wanted to find a solution for myself that was in that realm, more of the natural healing. I was introduced to pranic healing initially for my own health. I just went and I had a session. Mm -hmm. When I went into the session, I had a ball of scar tissue that was um, a little bit bigger than a quarter. Mm. And it was a 45-minute session. I got done with the session, and the ball of scar tissue was completely gone in no 45 kidding. minutes. And all I did was I went into this beautiful space. It was a very calm and relaxing room. They had the essential oils going. I laid down on the table, listened to some calming music. And in 45 minutes, I got up and, and that, that was the result. Wow. So I said, sign me up. Right. Um, there's eight energy healing masters in the whole world. I've gotten the opportunity to meet and work side by side with five of them. And through this process, um, the past several years, I've learned chronic feng shui. Um, back so, up just a minute. Eight yeah. in the world. Yeah. They, and, and to be an uh, energy healing master, you have to perform miraculous healings. Hmm. So these are people that have um, done amazing things uh, healing others. So now you've, you're bringing that to the Bay. So folks here in Tampa Bay, tell me what symptoms or what would they look for? when it comes time to look for your service, if they thought, can she help me with this? Yes. Yeah, so actually I've been trained to work on people on a cellular level. I've been trained to work with them if they're having some sort of physical issues or symptoms. Um, I can also get into the psychology of things. Sometimes emotionally we become stressed, especially around the holidays. You know, that mm -hmm. seems to be a high stress time sure. for people. And so I can actually clean all of that out. So the result of the session is that somebody typically ends up feeling 
very relaxed, very calm, very centered, and very balanced. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. So, Michael, in the design space, kind of similar in that people get a vibe from where they are, and they're looking for a place where they can feel positive in, in their environment. So you kind of do the same thing, assessing what what would go best for their situation? Yes, and I think interior design and feng shui really correlate a lot. Some people think they fight each other, and on certain things they might. But, um, you know, I wanted to talk about the seven elements of design and kind of how they go hand in hand with some of the things she pa- uh, practices Absolutely. for feng shui. So one of the most important things is space and just flow and energy. And I'm sure that's one of the top for you. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're looking at a space and what's so cool about uh, interior design, you can add in a lot of elements for feng shui while you're designing a space that don't fight the design or the vision for the person. So when you look at the space and you want to have a certain feeling Um, there might be just something really simple that you can add that would clean the energy out of Hmm. the room and really balance things. And spatially, it's important because you want to have that that feeling of openness and you want to be relaxed when you're home. Sure. The other aspect is you, you might have a home office or you might have a home meditation room or you might have, you know, there's different vibes for different rooms. And I think that that's where the design element and the feng shui element, they really mesh and synergize well. Let me just back up. So feng shui is not just always calming. It can be designed for specific moods that you're targeting. It absolutely can. So, um, for example, you know, Brandon and I were involved in a lot business wise. And so when I set up our offices at home, I have our desk in a certain direction. I have certain elements in the room that are going to uh, increase focus and empower us um, with with a lot of energy. There's a certain position that you want to be in when you're negotiating a deal and you want to have that edge and that confidence over somebody else. You want to tap into that energy. Well, if I leave that room and then I go into, you know, our daughter's room, I don't necessarily want to have that type of energy when you're interacting, you know, with children. Right. And so, there's just different aspects depending on the room. Awesome. Yeah, Lindsay came and did a consultation for me and that was one of the things, like I had my office set up and she's like, if you wanna bring in money and you know you want this kind of vibe in here, then your desk should really be facing the other way. And that? I could not work in my office anymore with my desk facing that way because I'm like, man, is there more money to be made? Should I switch my desk around? (laughs) And now my desk is facing the other way. (laughs) Never thought of it, but space, I could see that from every aspect, sure. Yeah, different energies come from different directions. And what's interesting is if you look at traditional Chinese feng shui, they say that the house should be facing to the south. Well, it has nothing to do with energy, actually, they, they did that because the warm wind comes from the south in China okay. and they want the warm wind to come through. But energetically, that really is not the best idea um, in general. And also, one of the things that I'm trained to do is actually read and feel the energy. So when I walk into somebody's space and they say to me, well, I'm going through this and in this room I have this goal. I can feel and I can scan that energy. And for them at that time, the answer might be different. The, hmm. the way that, that they face or what we put in the room or some of the colors I might suggest or some of the essential oils I might say we want to use, 
it might be different for them now than six months down the road. So your analysis is dependent on the situation as yes. it is right now. Yes, it's gotcha. all based on So you're on assessing energy. all the, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so the space, certainly a big one. What's number two? Um, lines, uh, just how they can act as visual guides and direct you in the position that you want to look or, um, you know, see the next thing visually that you'd want to so go. So it could transport you through a room or yes. get you to your eyes to turn to a certain view or vista? Definitely. I got you. So um, we talked about direction as well in the space aspect. Yeah. And, and lines and design elements are, are very interesting. So when I did my consultation for Michael, one of the things that we looked at in her kitchen was the fact that it was like a drop-down ceiling in certain parts. And energetically, um, that's not necessarily a good thing. And okay. so when she talks about lines or she talks about, you know, the design elements of, of how the walls are going to go and, and, and things are going to um, be arranged. Well, we were talking about renovations because I'm going to oh, renovate okay. my kitchen. So she's like, when you do this, like, I was like, definitely. Remove it. Remove <laughs> it, you know. Oh, I see. And it's not something I said you have to do right now. But knowing that she's going to do renovations, yeah. right. you know, I can come and I can look at a space and say, hey, if this is already in your thought process, moving forward, you you probably want to get rid of this. Right. Because keep it this will, in mind during the design. Keep it in mind because, you know, that's really going to help the overall feel of the space. There's oh. also... Uh, if you didn't have the money at the time to do a full renovation, there's also little um, ideas that you can give that are more budget friendly. Too. There are. Yeah. So there are corrective measures that we can take um, if you're not into the renovation. And, and people ask me, they say, well, how do you know, you know, how much time, energy or budget to put into feng shui? Right. And I ask the person, how much time do you spend in the room? Okay, so it's like if, if you're a fish in a fishbowl, you're in that fishbowl all day, every day. Right. The, the energy or the cleanliness of the fishbowl really matters because that's where you are all the time. If I'm talking about a room that I'm only in five minutes every day, am I really going to spend a lot of effort, time, and energy budget to make corrective measures in that room? Probably not. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. But if somebody says to me, you know, I work here, I live here, I'm here all the time, it's a smaller space, that's something where we might want to allocate a little bit more effort into making some corrections. And we can do it based off the budget because there's small things that we can do. And then, you know, there's big things that we can do. So there's always different options. I know, uh, Michael, you've mentioned in the past, Sometimes it's not a tear down, start over. It's a rearranging. It's an addition of a few little things that can make a big impact. Yeah. Um, just like the kitchen that I was talking about last time, you know, if you don't have the money to completely gut and redo a kitchen, just, you know, maybe a new backsplash, maybe a new countertop, maybe just painting the uh, cabinet color to change the look and feel of the space. Absolutely. So it, that's the thing guys miss out, at least for myself. I never even considered that kind of thing. I see something cool. And I go, can I do that? You know, and you'd probably say, well, you're never going to use that space for that purpose. So you, do you get clients with big eyes that come to you with an idea that I can't wait to do this? And you say, well, it doesn't really fit with your, the way you're going to live. Yeah. Um, same with just kind of the style of the home. Uh, people, you know, have, let's say it's a, a home that has a lot of character, but then they have, you know, an older historic home, but then they want this super modern hmm. feel. Right. I, I kind of, go against that a little bit difficult. just <laughs> it, it just doesn't keep with the character of the home and sure um, that's important to some people so there's ways to mix styles uh but it 
you know, it really just has to be done right. If you're just joining us, my name is James DeJerome. I'm the backup quarterback here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm joined by Michael Morbido of Coco Design Group and Lindsay Rhymes, Feng Shui of Tampa Bay. I said that right. How about that? <laughs> Please stay with us. We'll be right back. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVPRealty.net. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man. And I'm here with my business partner, Brandon Rhymes, the real estate quarterback. Thanks, Ken. If you're a seller thinking about selling your property, we would love to talk to you. Text CMA to 813-670-7372, 813-670-7372, or check out PlatinumMVPRealty.com. PlatinumMVPRealty.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Intelligent Talk Radio. I've got some intelligent folks here with me today. Michael Morabito from Coco Design Group. Lindsay Rhymes, the Feng Shui of Tampa Bay, the owner of the Feng Shui of Tampa Bay. Yes. And we're going through a couple of different things that I would never have occurred, to, uh, never would have occurred to me as a man who doesn't notice these kind of things. <laughs> but we found out about space and a little bit about lines in terms of design. What else do you have over there, Michael? So uh, we'll, we won't do all seven, okay. but one of them is form, so shape of items. So when Lindsay came over, I had a sculpture that was pretty, uh, like had jagged, pointy. pointy. Yes, pointy. Like a starburst okay. effect. Um, and she, and I loved it. I was so happy when I found it. Uh, and she just rained on my parade with that one. <laughs> is it, is it, is it because of the sharpness of it or what, what about it? Tell me. You know, so when I go and I do a consultation, I actually scan the energy of everything in the home. So I scan the energy of the people. I scan the energy of all the objects. I scan the energy of the walls. Um, you know, everything, it, the laundry room. I, I, I literally go in every single room. And it's really an individualized thing. Um, that item might have been okay in somebody else's home, mm -hmm. but energetically it wasn't the right item for her in her home. And there is an aspect to the shape that kind of disrupts or, or cuts uh, or breaks the energy. Um, and and it's, not, it's not a nice feeling. So if you would imagine actually taking your hand and, and putting your hand on a porcupine, Right. Does that feel good? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so energetically, that's kind of what has happened. And some people are more sensitive than others. Some people right. are going to notice something like that and some aren't. Um, but part of what I'm doing is I, I really want to create a beautiful energy that doesn't cut or break or poke. Gotcha. And so 
That was a good one to remove. So my mine had to go. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about the kid who's made something? His mom's like, "We're going to put that right on the, the ceramic ashtray you made," and you come in and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. What do you, "How do you say, mom? Maybe put that in the drawer?" <laughs> well, the thing is, is if the item is made with love and has a lot of love, and ah. every time the person looks at it, they feel love. I didn't think of that. That object might not necessarily disrupt things energetically. And so part of what I do is scanning the energy of every object. I'm going to be able to get a sense of, is that object to somebody's, you know, highest good? Hmm. And, you know, maybe it causes disruption for somebody else in the house, but maybe for another person, it's fine. Gotcha. And then we have to sort of analyze, you know, what's best for that home based off of what's going on and the people that are in it. Okay. So that was shape. Yes. And then the last element I'll talk about is color and color can really evoke um, emotional responses depending on what color and same to the individual, which people kind of categorize. So like blue may be more calming. Green is, you know, energy and healing. Am I right with that? Yeah. Green green is very cleansing. Cleansing. Yes. So (laughs) she's like, bring all the plants in, which I love to decorate with plants. So that, that works well. Yeah. This is one I can get, I have a feel for color. Definitely. Even as a lay person, you can see the impact it has. I know again, taking it back to sports, there are teams that paint the visiting locker room pink so that the team who's coming to play has to dress and spend all their time inside a pink room because it somehow softens them or somehow takes their mind away from the aggressive play. But I just thought if that can do that, if if it's worth, think of the impact it's having on a daily basis when you're in your house. Yeah. So pink, it's interesting, is a very loving color. So if you're on a sports team, Mm -hmm. okay, and you're getting ready to get out there and bring it, (laughs) right? Right. You don't want to be loving. (laughs) You want to get wrapped up. You want to be aggressive. (laughs) So pink's not an aggressive color. So, yeah. Do colors impact people the same way in general? Or would I have a radical reaction to red where someone else might not at all? It might depend on your situation and what you're going through emotionally or your past. But in general, probably yes. You know. Does it ever fall along gender lines like women and men find colors different sides of the spectrum? You know, that that's a good question. I really think it's more of an individual I thing. Gotcha. I mean, in general, there are power colors. So whether you're a woman or a man, you know, there are certain power colors. Like, let's say you're somebody who's in a position where you got to be really aggressive. You're probably going to want to have a power color, mm-hmm. you know, in mm-hmm. your office. If you're somebody who is in a position that's more creative, the colors that you might want to put in that office are going to be a little bit different. In fact, we talked earlier about the way that your desk faces. Mm. If you're somebody who's in a creative position, I'm not going to face your desk the exact same way as I'm going to face the desk of somebody who's the sales guy, who's the closer. Okay. You know, so I can do feng shui for the home. I can do it for the business. I can do it for, you know, all different types of scenarios. Really? Okay. So, uh, Mike, we talked about color and that's one, I, like I said, I can gravitate to easily. I don't always know which colors go with which colors, but I know which ones I like. So, there, for instance, all the shades of white, I had no idea. This is something you probably deal with all the time. I want this white. Well, what do you mean white? Thank you. There's a thousand <laughs> whites, right? Yes. So how, done. how do you, I mean, do you give them a spectrum? that It could fall between these colors or, or how do you even determine what color is white they really want? I mean, honestly, half the time you can't. They're so close. It, mm. You, the average person, would probably not notice. Right. Um, I 
I had a client that wanted white walls and white trim, and I just wanted to create a little bit variation between the two. And they were like, oh, I didn't even know there's two different colors. So I just, you know, stick to the ones I know that look good and I like because they are so similar. And I just, you know, stick to those. All right. Now we're trying to empower everybody out there. Lindsay, you have some secret feng shui tips. Is that what you have? I have a secret tip that I'm going to share. Okay. Um, If you are having some challenges with the energy in this space, you, you walk into this space and you just kind of feel maybe a little bit heavy or a little bit down. One of uh, a very simple trick that you can do is you can get a cactus and you can put a cactus in the space because the little prickly things Mm -hmm. that point off the edge of the cactus are going to disintegrate some of that negative energy. Sounds like a secret that you might've told me before. Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Interesting. All right, Michael, you've got some tips as well. Yeah, I did. So I just found something out yesterday that I was very excited about. Um, I love to shop at Home Goods and TJ Maxx and Marshalls for some little accessories and you get such a great deal. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that TJ Maxx had a website. So usually like Home Goods doesn't, it's kind of first come, first serve, whatever you find, you find. Um, and TJ Maxx has a website. So you can get all the sorry. It's okay. <laughs> all so like excited. pillows, throws. Yeah, right. I'm very excited. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So where do you how do you is there a certain location you go to look for items that, that fall under your feng shui uh, designs? Yeah, there are. So there are um, certain uh, pictures that I'll use um, for, for certain situations. Um, and, you know, if I work with a client, we'll talk about different options with that. And the nice thing, too, is with the elements of color, or the elements of design, when we take corrective measures with the feng shui, there's so many options that we can make it fit into your current theme. You yeah. know, we don't have to change the decor. We're just adding and enhancing what you already have to just change the energy of the space a little bit. Okay, so it's not doesn't have to be a giant overhaul. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Some people are more comfortable with that and some people aren't. So I'm going to work with the client depending on, you know, what works for them. Well, this has been very enlightening for me. As I said, this is a subject I have no knowledge about. I want to give each of you a little time just in case there's a point I missed or anything you want to hit on that could help our consumers out there. Yes. Uh, For me, just going back to painting, um, since we were on that subject, I think a lot of people, that's their first thing that they want to decide on. Um, If you think about it, like uh, with you with the house, I'm sure, was that kind of one of the first things you picked prior to like new furniture or anything like that? Painting was what I decided last. Okay, so that's good. Good job. <laughs> Most Thank you. people, you're different that, than the that average. That is the approach that you take yes. as well. So, yes. they okay. all, People ask me all the time to pick a color first, and I'm like, well, we need to, and this is when we're doing a whole house of new furniture. I'm like, I don't even know what our design's going to be yet. What's our color? How do I do an accent wall? I want to bring in some wallpaper. So, I yes, paint color last good so job what would Lindsay. Be the first item in, that would lead you to the color selection i would design the if the layout of the home and everything is color palette wise like kitchen is there um then i would design all the furniture and once i have a good direction with furniture and colors and rugs and textures patterns then i would choose the oh, color I see. and same in feng shui uh Maybe not. It, it depends on the situation, but I'm actually building a home yeah, that's now. What. So she was asking just from a personal level when I chose my paint and I happened to choose it last. I got you. Yeah. Now you guys, 
can't I see an opportunity to work together perhaps or no there's yeah. never a designer that brings in a feng shui person as well I think if the client uh, requests it that would be great for us to partner up yeah really a cool idea that, you know when you hire your designer give her a little idea that in addition to your design we're gonna create some some feng shui and yeah absolutely and, I, and I've had people who've, who've talked to me about feng shui that also want interior design so definitely and then the last thing I wanted to say is that we do have some December specials so if there are people out there who are interested in an energy healing session or a feng shui consultation, I want to encourage everybody to reach out to me because we have some amazing December specials. And it's a good time of the year to do it just to de-stress, <clears throat> but also thinking about how you want to start the new year. Sure. You're going into the new year That's right. with a clean space and energetically sparkly who All doesn't right. want to do that, That's right? We, all right, Tampa Bay, you've got your you got your people here. Michael Morbido, Coco Design Group, Lindsay Rhymes, Feng Shui of Tampa Bay. Give them a call. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Yes, welcome back. This is James DeJerome, executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Filling in for Brandon today is a little bit under the weather. I've got Mike and Kat Montemoro from Infinity Medical joining me. So we've got some real good information for you. Uh, imagine you're feeling a little stressed from the holidays, as everyone does. Tell me, Mike, what are some of the things Infinity Medical can do to help that? Well, I'll tell you, our uh, hormone therapy really does help reduce stress with the holidays. Well, one, you've always heard that, that uh, term, shop till you drop. <laughs> well, if we have good testosterone, the women seem to be able to go and go yeah, and they, go. They'll find a way. But there's also, with good balance in those hormones, for the females especially, it's a mood stabilizer. You know, I never even them. considered that till you guys came on as show partners and started explaining a little bit. I always thought of it as a male issue, you know, Absolutely. and that's not the case at all. No, not at all. You guys say that a good percentage of your uh, clientele are female. Yes. Would a female show the same symptoms of low hormones as a man would in terms of fatigue? Is that the main one? Well, generally speaking, um, a female hormone um, prominently is the estrogen, progesterone, and then they have the testosterone. And you're correct. It's just not for men with the testosterone. Um, the entire... Uh, hormone needs to be balanced. Uh, you have women sometimes who have a hysterectomy, so therefore they have no hormones. So we replace it. Our goal is to reverse the signs of aging um, and we bring them back to their prime. So I'd probably say mid-30s is when they start to deplete their hormones. Uh, women, generally speaking, and men. Now we're, we're getting a lot more men. It used to be 85 and then the rest uh, male. But now, because of the women are so, so successful, the males see them on the therapy. Sure. They see the results of, you know, um, them having uh, symptom relief. It would be a night sweat, hot flashes, um, some other things that go on with women, and then uh, testosterone related. And then you'll find that, like, I have a patient. She just started with us. Uh, mm -hmm. She's in for her third treatment. She does very well now because she was getting frustrated. She would go to Orange Theory every day. Right. Um, she ate very healthy. She would watch um, her weight, um, but she had no endurance in her workout. Uh, she failed to realize that she had no testosterone. Mm. So she would come to us. So her workouts improved. The weight loss um, was remarkable. And uh, you would think when you have a thyroid issue, you know, that would um, 
allow her not to have um, any energy or right. metabolism. But she had no thyroid issue. So she worked out every day. She ate very healthy. Uh, she did not have a thyroid issue. But once she got the testosterone back in her body. Big difference. Big difference. Yep. Yeah, I could see the same thing with men. And especially, we put a lot of emphasis on exercise and, and working out. When that result doesn't come, not only is it is it physically bad, it's frustrating. And then that right, affects your moods and starts to, it starts to be a whole holistic thing there where it's not, it's difficult to overcome. It's demotivating, right? right. You go to the gym and you're in there and then you just start yawning. You can't get rid of that spare tire. Right. There's nothing happening. Because, you know, when you think, oh, is it my metabolism? It's because you have no testosterone. Every single obese person will test with low testosterone. Are there environmental factors that you're not even aware of that, that reduce your level of testosterone? I've, I've read different things about pollutants and some things in our society today, it's difficult for men to maintain a proper hormone level as they age. It is. And I mean, we lose about two to 3% a year. Um, you know, so by the time we get to our forties and fifties, it starts to catch up and we're like, okay, man, I'm missing a beat here. What is it? And then we, you know, when we test them, we find that they're low. So a lot of guys get frustrated. They can't stay on their diet or they have, they've been given a diet and they feel like I, it's just not working for me. It, it probably has something to do with your hormone level. There's no doubt. I mean, I don't really diet at all and I don't have to, but I can remember those days yeah. when I started picking up those pounds about seven years ago before I started therapy and there was nothing I could do. As a matter of fact, we joke about it all the time because we look at old pictures and I've got this right. big face, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, you don't, it's very low maintenance as far as diet goes. Of course, diet and exercise is important, Absolutely. but you know, you want to feed the muscles and feed the body. But now over time, after you started your therapy, you get used to the way you feel now. You notice if you have a change. There's no, I can tell when I'm low because then I start feeling, there's a difference between being tired and washed out. I feel washed out. Like in the afternoons where you just feel like you're getting tanked and you need a nap. Right. I don't feel that anymore. But when I start to feel like I'm running low on energy, I know, hey, I got to get my blood checked. So that's, the, that's where it starts with coming in and getting an uh, analysis, some blood work done and finding out exactly what your levels are. Mm-hmm. Very and much so. It's not necessarily something that you can automatically correlate with age. Is that true? So just because I hit 40 years old doesn't necessarily mean I'll have a decrease and, or doesn't mean no, it's, I, could it, have be, I could be insufficient at a young age in my 20s. Is that absolutely. correct? Absolutely. We see the, that a lot because they come in, you know, they're depressed for one. Um, you know, they are in their 20s and you're saying it doesn't seem logical that right. they would have low, but they do have low T a lot of times. And, and then we get them on a therapy and they feel great. Well, that is awesome. That makes all the difference in the world because again, it's your mindset, you know, it's your mood that you're in. So it's not just your health in terms of you, how you look, that's going to give you a, a sense of pride as well, but still 100%. think about your mood. It's everything. Right. So the ability to uh, know that you need this treatment how do guys get in touch? What typically do you see? They, they, they're motivated because uh, their wife or partner or someone has mentioned that their energy level's down or they don't look quite the same or they just want to change their lifestyle. And then they come see you guys. What is that initial consult like? Well, the consult's free. I mean, oh, they get to spend as much time with us as they want. And if they feel that they want to continue, at least see where their, where their levels are, then we do blood work that day. Um, and normally get them on a schedule to come in with one of the practitioners the following week and we can start the therapy, you know, that quick. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Mike and Kat Montemoro of Infinity Medical. We're talking about uh, hormone therapy and different things, different ways that uh, modern medicine has, has really come on to help you with some of the things that you may not even be aware of as a, as a someone in my position, as a guy, as he gets older, I wasn't even, you know, this field is relatively new, is it not? Actually, I, I would say no, but it's obviously um, a lot more popular because yeah. most people want to do the alternative type of therapy opposed to the traditional medications. Um, to answer your question in regards to male and what makes him 
um, interested in the change, yeah. not only the weight loss and um, obviously seeing results in the gym and other factors of their life. But sure. what happens is primarily I'll have, actually, I just, I was in three consultations. I have two more after I leave you. Uh, and to answer your question, the women will come in because they have hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, very tired, irritable. And unfortunately, a lot of my uh, patients will be on a tremendous amount or even minimal amount of medications. So I will see the transformation in them probably after their second treatment. Um, the, the benefits of it is that they have symptom relief. They have sustained optimization throughout the year. Um, they immediately feel better. But after their second treatment, because we start with a baseline, they feel even exponentially better because and no peaks and valleys are not going to go up and down. Not at all. A synthetic. Absolutely. Because, you know, um, you only secrete a certain amount of a synthetic hormone because of your sweat and urine. So it doesn't stay in the system where this is going um, right into the tissue. So therefore it's time release. Um, and it's, um, it's very beneficial. Now, you guys are located right near us, is that correct? Yeah. What's your mm-hmm. location? Let everybody know. We are at uh, 1715 West Shore Boulevard, Suite 100 in Tampa. And for that free consultation, they just get in touch with you? Sure. They can just give us a call or an email. Um, we are on our website. Our website is beautiful. They can go ahead and visit the website. They can have a test online and then automatically have $500 off on the therapy. Okay. Come on in. And then um, the most important thing is that we have to assess them, go over the medical history, and then design a uh, therapy for them. Are there different types of, of hormone therapy in terms of the, the conduit or the pathway, uh, oral or uh, you know, inter, intervascular? Go ahead, Mike. Well, for us, we do just pellet therapy. Okay. So we do a, a placement under the skin. It's time-released. Um, and so it's an injection. And it's injected under the skin and lasts up to four months. And that kind of assists in that non-peak valley situation non-peak that we just valley. talked we about. We get a sustained level of hormones, gotcha. time-released into the body at all times. Awesome. And it's customized per individual. So your therapy is going to be different than mine and then cats and another woman's would be different. So it's customized for each individual based on their needs. And our specific blood work would give you that indication, not just my height and weight or my size, something like that. That's correct. You guys would actually do some analysis and find out exactly where my There's a lot of factors that are considered, especially blood work is obviously we do it objectively by that, but subjectively by the the numbers. And, And you asked the question about how long has this therapy been around? They've been doing pellet therapy in the United States since 1939. Really? People just don't know about it because it's considered alternative medicine, even though I would assume over almost 100 years you'd figure it was sure. an alternative. But, uh, you know, that's some of the things we face in the in the wellness clinics. I can imagine that there's there's new technologies developing all the time. So you guys have to continually re-educate yourself in, this, in seminars and whatnot as far as the latest therapies and different ways to administer this stuff? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. What about the field in terms of Moving towards, uh, in the, do you ever go in the field and treat anyone or work outside of your office in terms of, uh, I have a lot of practitioners now that try to offer a service where we'll come to you. You're so busy nowadays that we have a way to assist you out in the field. Is that something that might see a future? In- because it's a, a procedure, basically in an office procedure, we do everything in-house. Understood. We don't take it out. And tell me about your staff over there. You just brought on somebody new when I spoke with you last time. We did. Her name is Alexa. Um, she's wonderful. She started with us a month ago. Uh, we have Alexa, who's our nurse practitioner. We have Lisa Hahn, nurse practitioner. She's been on your radio station. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Virginia, who is our uh, our nurse. And then we have Dr. Moffitt, who is our um, board-certified doctor. She's also, um, obviously, um, our director mm. uh, in our facility. 
So your whole team great over there. credential. Yeah, great credentials. Uh, we see patients Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday and Friday. We prepare all the paperwork. We go over the dosing. Um, our patients come in every half hour. We certainly don't book one patient or two patients to one practitioner. We are very um, conscientious of your time sure. and very respectful too. Well, this is Kat and Mike Montemoro from Infinity Medical. They're kind of helping us understand hormone therapy a little bit and giving you guys an idea of what we can do for you. Join us. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back in just a minute. We're going to learn a little bit more about the therapy itself, and we're going to find out how you can feel better for the holidays. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. House or condo? House. Three bedrooms or four? Three. On the golf course or next to the lake? Both. Choosing the perfect house involves some tough choices. Where to find it? That choice is easy. Homesandland.com. There are thousands of listings from the area's top realtors. Search by bedrooms, by price, and choose just the features you want. And in Homes and Land magazine, you'll find full-color photos and detailed property descriptions. For a free copy, call 1-800-277-7800 or visit homesandland.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, the world's most dangerous man. And I'm here with my business partner, Brandon Rhymes, the real estate quarterback. Thanks, Ken. We're recruiting real estate agents to our team, PlatinumMVPRealty.com. If you want to knock out your competition, join PlatinumMVPRealty.com. 813-670-7372. 813-670-7372. Join the winning team. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. It's James DeJerome, your guest quarterback. And for the day, Brandon's not feeling great today. I've got Kat and Mike Montemoro from Infinity Medical in here with me. And we're talking about hormone therapy and all the different things that you can do to feel better over the holidays. You don't even realize all the stress you're under. Believe me, you're running around worried about parties and and getting dressed for this holiday event, and you forgot how you feel. So let Kat and Mike take care of you. We're just we're talking about hormone therapy and mentioned pellets. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is you're expanding services over there at Infinity. We are. We sure are. Very exciting. Um, We have Alexa as well as Lisa, and they do the injectables. Uh, the injectables would obviously be the fillers in the face, Botox, also in the lips. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Uh, they feel great inside, and then they want to obviously have the youth, uh, you know, their appearance when uh, after the therapy. I know for myself, I do do it. Um, I do the Botox. Mm-hmm. I love the Botox because it's um, very popular. It is. It's very popular. Yeah. It gets rid of the lines on my face and. I Have love- you seen any male patients request Botox? Yes, very much so. See, that's mm-hmm. a new one. I figured it would go that way eventually. Yeah. What other services have you seen like that? With the males? With men uh-huh. adopting those same ideas. Sure. Uh, the PRP. Mike can talk about the PRP <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> now, that's the... I, I've heard about This is the p- protein-rich plasma. Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, yes. And it's re-injected. It's, 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 it's taken and enhanced and re-injected? Correct. I've heard great things about this in terms of uh, injury rehabilitation. It, it, it is really good with injury. We do it more for cosmetic purposes. So uh, one of the things that we are working with is um, 
for women, we call it the O-shot, mm-hmm. which is for urinary incontinence, but it's also for women that have problems achieving climax. Right. But there is also something out for ED now for men called the Priapus shot or the P-shot. And that's where we actually take the PRP itself, the platelet-rich plasma, right. and do an injection into the um, areas where right. the male needs help. And it really gets amazing results but with sensitivity and, and erectile issues. So that's, a, that's a, an ED therapy. Is there mm-hmm. any particular uh, symptom that a man has to have to make that uh, practical, or is that something that... If, if he just is not as rigid as he sure. used to be, or if he's having problems achieving or maintaining erection, um, it's a phenomenal, great service for them without having to take a pill. I mean, it really it's their own PRP, and it re- rejuvenates the area. I've recently read that you can develop immunity to some of these enhancements, some of the over-the-counter medications that are for men to treat ED, uh, the, the Viagra Cialis, <clears throat> that you'll eventually not have a response? We don't have a lot of exposure with those because usually the testosterone alone does 90% of that, and then the ED, of course, we treat. There's a rare occasion sometimes if a guy's like 95% and saying, hey, I still need a little help, that we'd script those, but it's usually on a minimum basis. So gotcha. don't have a lot of... Knowledge and and this areas. therapy that you just described to me, is that an ongoing therapy, much like the hormone, or would that be a one-time treatment that you'd receive? It's, a, it's well, you know, they say it could last 18 months to three years, so it's a kind of a one-time, um, you know, and then, of course, he would know if, if the activity sure. isn't what it used to be and then can come back in. But it wouldn't be something where you'd develop immunity to it or your body would start to reject it or not notice the effect. No, we're just taking those platelets and, and using those to regenerate the tissue. That's amazing. I tell you, it's really something new that I, I, I wouldn't have even imagined years ago that you can do this kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, we talked about energy and we talked about how that's important for the holidays. Everyone's worried about their appearance. You know, I, I, men and women of all ages uh, really concerned about their appearance. What are some of the things that they might not realize that relate to their hormone level in terms of their appearance? So we talked about a fatigue. Would it be aging of the skin and hair, that kind mm-hmm. of thing? And then women too who are low low in estrogen, they're very they have dry skin, brittle nails, brittle uh, nails. thin hair. Mm-hmm. It all comes back with the estrogen. Their hair wow. gets thick. Their skin gets uh, a really good tone to it, and not dry anymore. Um, you know, there's a lot. So of the number of related made. things that you wouldn't even consider necessarily. Like I said, my first one I consider as a man, I'm tired or something. That must be right. low T. But I never think that hey, this could help with my skin, hair, nails, uh, mood, everything else. Oh, mood for sure. Yeah. I was on antidepressants. I'm glad I went off of them. Um, quite frankly, you know, I run a very successful business with my husband, and I have a lot going on in my personal life. My mom's very ill. I have children, and I have a special needs brother that I care for. So I am extremely full, truly. Mm, right. And um, my disposition was very irritable, discontent, um, detached, couldn't manage anything. Um, I've became very successful in the past four years. Uh, obviously because of the therapy, right. I have a wonderful relationship with my husband You know, I'm not irritable. Um, I'm able to manage my medical staff. I'm able to be available for my children, especially my senior who has all these applications going into college and deadlines. Talk about stress. So yeah, right. And then my mom, obviously and my brother. And so you can see how it's something you can't avoid in our society today. You're going to feel the stress of, of just being around and being part of the society. So anything you can do, any edge you can get, I really, uh, urge you to go down and see Cat and Mike at Infinity Medical and get your free consultation because you don't even know until you get your blood work done, you don't even really know where you are. Right. Yeah. It could be any number of uh, factors influencing your mood or your behavior. Mm-hmm. So this is something that it's considered new, but as I've learned today, it's been around quite a while. Yes. So it's, it's, it's a field that is proven. It's not, it's not something that's just come on, you know, in the last few years. No, it's not a fad. Absolutely not. 
there's a lot of scientific data that just doesn't reach your general medical community because honestly we're a non-pharmaceutical product yeah i see so the education usually postgraduate for any kind of degree doctor is going to be through the pharmaceutical company absolutely so and they also have an agenda yes <laughs> <laughs> so this is more from the alternative side of things but mm. it's uh it's all natural. So that's, that's what amazing. you've got to do. If you want to be an empowered consumer, you've got to consider all aspects of education out there. Think about what you can learn and try to make the best decision for yourself. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are going to advise you, uh, as Mike was just telling you, to, to take seek a therapy because they have a financial stake in, in your interest in that. So get your blood work done and find out where you really are. And then you can make some good decisions about what's best for you. There's nothing more rewarding when I have a patient come in and is on many medications. And unfortunately, after a period of time, there becomes a contraindication because they start to work against each other. Mm. And the antidepressant, uh, you know, and anxiety, sleep meds, our patients get off of it. Women who are depleted in progesterone, it helps with sleeping. Is that the first step? When, when your patients are seeking help elsewhere, they get prescribed a, some kind of antidepressant or some kind of opioid initially? Well, generally speaking, because of our society, um, a lot of physicians who are unaware of the benefits of our bioidentical hormone therapy will script to patients. Sure. Um, also, OBGYNs wind up doing the synthetics, and the synthetics do not work for the bioidentical hormone therapy. So, our, our, whether it's male or female, will come in, and because they were supposedly diagnosed with depression or anxiety, usually is minimal, they have no hormones. Right. And once the hormones are obviously are um, back into their system and then they sustain optimization. Um, they certainly will have long-term symptom relief. There's no medication. Some of them go off the medications. Right. My patient was so scared because she was so used to taking Ambien at night to sleep mm -hmm. because she has such a stressful job that she was so relieved in four days of what the therapy did. She's off the meds. Yeah, all had the, remarkable results. cocktail of medications that you've got to take all the time has side effects in and of itself. Yes, very much we so. We treat the root cause. A lot of this is hormone related. I'd say 90%. So they are kind of misdiagnosed because the physicians aren't looking at the blood work for hormones. They're just characterizing it as, okay, there's a symptom. I have a pill to mask that symptom. Right. We go to the root cause and reverse the issues. It's about your long time health. It's about, it's about your future health and making sure you're making the best decisions you can. Mm -hmm. So it starts with education. I, I'm really advocating that free consultation down at Infinity Medical because that's the, that's the only way you have science behind it. Otherwise, you're just listening to someone's opinion and you're making an yeah. estimated guess sure. about what would be best for you. Tell me about the holidays for you guys. Uh, I know you can manage your stress. What about at Infinity Medical? How busy do you guys get? How do you handle the holidays over there? Well, in the practice itself, it's a very well organization. As I said, we do, um, we have uh, pellet therapy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And the reason being is because we need to prepare documentations and labs and review everything on Monday and Friday. Uh, so it's imperative that we have that operation that way in order to be successful. To manage it, <clears throat> it's manageable because of the way the operation is ran. Uh, we certainly don't overbook ourselves because it's not fair to ourselves, right. my medical staff, or the patient itself. We have to respect everyone's time. Absolutely. And uh, being on the therapy, everyone is. It, uh, it's a fun environment. It's very healthy. Um, the reason why it's like that is because our patients who are vulnerable, who are sick, who are used to um, being told that they can be helped uh, in other ways. Mm -hmm. I had a patient today. She was very, very skeptical about starting the therapy because she's been burned, quote right. unquote, is what she said. So it's, it's such a rewarding atmosphere because we change lives. People do come in. 
and they see the difference immediately. You find that they're surprised when you say we don't need the medicine, that take away the medications. Yeah, we, we are cautious fearful. on that. We make them wean off of it yeah. or have them check with their physician. We're not there to tell them not take something. We just know that we can address most of those issues internally. Um, we're really busy right now, as you asked, because yeah. of the injectables. So right now, people getting ready for the holidays. We're doing tons of Botox and Brotox. That's what we call it for the guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you know, we're doing the, the fillers and all that because everyone wants to for the sure, holidays, they want sure. to look great. You know? And then the other thing is uh, the gym's always busiest after the new year. Yes. When everyone makes their resolution. Sure. So I'm sure you're going to get a little surge, a little bump after the new year when yes. people make their resolution. We do. And, and we also get busy when it's tax return season. You know? so think of that. People have a little bit of expendable or they're starting their new health savings accounts because we do take HSAs so they can use their you know health savings accounts with us as well. That is great. So Infinity Medical, located right here in the Bay, Kat and Mike Montemuro are waiting for you to come over there and get your free consult. See what you don't know about your own health and find out what you can do to make yourself feel better, right? For sure. Well, thanks for coming in today, guys. It was a great show. A lot of knowledge for everybody out there. I want to thank you for tuning in and make sure to check us out on ConsumerQB.com for all your consumer needs. We're always out there trying to educate you. Consider committing a random act of kindness like Brandon always says. That's the best thing about this show is that we try to be positive and look out for each other. Do me a favor, do that for me, consider that, and go ahead and commit that random act of kindness again. Join us next time on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show weekday afternoons at five on am 1380 the biz